0: THE PEOPLE'S CHOICE it's great to be talking to you i regret to inform you that the chair across from me is vacated tonight Uh, trey is unable to be here everything is okay he is fine he was just had a scheduling conflict Uh, so because we have a uh, little bit of a routine going i wanted to continue on and do a little bit uh, myself I've got a couple of things I want to talk about tonight, and I think it works nicely for me being solo. And so we'll do it. And, you know, I understand if you don't end up liking it or uh, if you miss Trey, I mean, we all, we all miss Trey. I mean, I don't have any stories about uh, lifestyle clubs or, or uh, meeting, meeting larger women uh, after they've falsified their parents. I don't have any of that for you. Um, and and some of his natural wittiness and uh, uh, his presence. And uh, I miss it already. But I'm going to go on tonight and we're going to try and talk a little bit uh, about a few things. And I thought it was a good opportunity for me to kind of go off on a few things that maybe represent what the name of our podcast is all about and and I'll try not to make it boring, and trust me, it's not going to be a normal show length of an hour and some odd minutes. It's gonna be relatively quick tonight, but I definitely wanted to give you something and move forward here uh, this evening, and uh, you'll have something to hear. And in my opinion, maybe you'll learn a little more about me, about us, about what we do here, and uh, hopefully I represent it well, or else Trey will uh, come on in and uh, challenge me a little bit on it. But. Uh, anyway, I wanted to mention that on our social media, uh, in the last few days, I've had a bunch of posts up about, uh, our business cards that we've been using and we have QR codes and we have all these things, uh, which are great for the podcast. And we have somebody close to the show who's out around the world, actually on a, uh, like a four country, uh, trip and, and, uh. That person is distributing these nicely and getting some great, great photo shots for us. In case you wondered, that is not us. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. If it was, trust me, Trey and I would have plenty of selfies uh, with all of these things. And and so take a look at our social media. It's it's uh it's real interesting. They're making their way, their way around. I think they were in uh, Reykjavik. They're New York and then Reykjavik and then uh, over to Sweden. And I think there are a couple more countries on the on the uh, on the path. And so uh, we look forward to hopefully getting some of those listeners in here based on the on the cards and, and the advertisement. But uh, we 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 think it's a good idea and uh, and it's it's going great. So we'll go from there. Uh, moving on, and again, like I said, I'm going to make this kind of quick tonight. But I wanted to go ahead and, and I mentioned a few shows ago that I have I had done an initial blog for my, well our website, Stay in the Gray, but I also uh, placed it on my own website. And it it really, the title of it is Stay in the Gray Explained. And I wanted to go ahead and, of course, Trey and I always make light of, uh, you know, the notion of Stay in the Gray and what we're trying to do. We're trying to stay neutral uh, to a point. We're neutral while we discuss the issues. We're neutral while we listen to the issues. That doesn't mean we can't establish an opinion based on all of that discussion and then move forward with a, with an opinion. Uh, I've got a lot of opinions and some of them are on both sides of this, this line that we've got now. This country and even the world to a point has a line that you're on one side or the other and that's what frustrates me and it frustrates a lot of people and I think that that's why we need to try and bring together uh, this idea of staying in the gray. So I'm gonna read this to you and this is uh, in case you haven't had an opportunity to go read it yourself. And, and go read it again if you, if you like it, and it'll give me a chance to practice my narration. But And afterwards, I'll go ahead and, and discuss a topic that I think uh, some of you will probably sigh at and go, oh, here we go. And some of you will go, okay, this is, sadly, this is probably a topic that will, uh, you know, define kind of the mindset. So here we go. Uh, this is called Stay in the Gray Explain. And I wrote, what the hell does the title of this blog post mean? Why the hell would two podcasting hopefuls title their show, Stay in the Gray? As always, I'm happy to elaborate. Once upon a time, humanity went mad. The end. No, seriously, things are really messed up right now with human-to-human interaction. I like to blame the land of technology and this addiction that people have to spitting at each other through a digital screen. At least a while back, that's all it was. Now, it's beginning to transfer outside the privacy of basements, bedrooms, and meth labs, where things are crazy, yet safe, and into the physical world. We live in a realm of victims. Right now, it's always someone else's fault. It's always former social and family constructs that have us here. So many people necessary to our species are being condemned, blamed, shunned, and canceled. Cancelled. That's the most noticeable one amidst this cloud of nonsense. But more about that in a minute. Can anyone with opposing views just have a simple conversation anymore? Fathers have disowned sons and daughters over whether or not they agree about the situation at the Texas border. Others have unfriended cousins, aunts, and uncles on social media due to whether or not it was okay to kneel during the national anthem. And the final cleanup tactic was to block old chums from high school and college days because they may disagree about the amount of aid going to our veterans versus foreign refugees. Anyone who knows me knows that I definitely have my views, my opinions, my sides of the issues per se. But damn it, I will always have a conversation. I will try my absolute best to see both sides of anything. That practice is good, not only for politics and societal issues, but for every single topic that can be brought to the forefront. I shouldn't have to worry that my heartfelt opinion will affect someone more than simple frustration. I shouldn't have to censor every single thought. These eggshells are fucking maddening. How about an example? A football game comes to mind. Besides the occasional drunk jackass, or sober jackass, who throws a beer at someone a lot bigger than he is before getting his ass kicked, opposition football fans have coexisted. Now, players act like they're politicians. Fans are constantly virtue signaling. Owners feel pressure from all sides. And now we've forgotten that football is supposed to make us smile, unless your team loses. It's simple. As humans, we are now trained in an us-versus-them mentality. No matter what the issue is, which side of the line are you on? You better choose wisely. You don't want to be on the wrong side of history. That's always a good one. What does that even mean? Some holier-than-thou asshole thinks he or she has the right to judge which side of history will be the right one? Wow. I could stand firm that Twix is the best candy bar. And then the Kit Kat peeps will pull out their pitchforks and line up to brawl. Oh, and in the process, I'd be called a piece of shit that's ruining the country. Let me tell you right now, this happens on all sides. Enter Stay in the Gray. This podcast is so important to us, and hopefully to all of those who begin to pile onto the downloads list. Most of the time, the answer lies within the gray areas of anything, and that's what we support as we discuss every single topic that makes its way into our lives. I want to have fun. I want to laugh. I will choose laughter over almost anything. So our mission as a podcast is to entertain. We will make you laugh or we'll try our best. Feel free to write us and let us know if we don't. But instead of telling us that we're morons, how about adding some ideas as to what might make you chuckle a little bit? That would be way more effective. Hopefully this team A versus team B mindset is just a blip on our radar like so many blunders from humanity's past. In all seriousness, which is part of the problem, this was some deep shit to toss out as blog number one on our website. But it's true, and it matters. The rambling we do on the podcast will be a lot more lighthearted and fun. We can get down into the deep end of serious when needed. But we like to hang in the shallow end, margarita in hand, dwelling in the gray areas of existence. Join us there. It's great. And so there you go. That's, that's the, uh, the blog. And I hope that that explains a little bit of the mindset that we have here on the show. And again, I can say it, only say it in so many ways. It's just right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mainly talk about the country because that's you know what, what we're concerned about mostly. And it's just, it literally is if somebody drew this big line in, in the, in the sand or in the dirt or wherever you are in the country, if you will. And everybody says, Hey, you're either on that side or you're on this side. And if you're on this side, you have to like all of these things or, or excuse me, just support all of these things. This is how we believe. Uh, on every issue, by the way, it's not case by case. And on the other side, it's the same way. Well, look, if you're over here, you can't think this way. You have to think this way about everything. And the problem is, is that everybody then is afraid to, to step up and go, well, you know what, on this issue, I might, I might want to jump over there. Because then you're chastised and almost like thrown out of your own group. And then the other group's going, well, what about all the other issues? We don't want to accept you either. So guess what? Why don't we all come together here in the middle, in the gray, and be like rational human beings? And so I'm going to bring up a topic, and <laughs> it's 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 a person that I think just defines the last however many years of this this mindset, and that would be Mr. Former President Donald Trump. And I'll let you guys sigh a little bit and go, oh, here we go." But I tell you what, why don't you hear me out? Because It may not be what you think. And I think this is something that we need to realize. You know, Donald Trump is a good example of exactly what I'm talking about. This world has become the world, our country most importantly, but the world has become, you're either a pro-Donald Trump uh, person or an anti-Donald Trump person. And if you are a Donald Trump person, you have become all of these horrible uh, things, these names, horrible um, um, you know, descriptions. You are a racist. You are a bigot. You are a sexist. Uh, the list goes on uh, from the other side. And if you're a Trump supporter, of course, everybody else that calls you those things, uh, they're snowflakes and they're this and they're that and whatever. And the problem I have with this is that y- you may not like the guy. I get it his personality is is really hard to deal with. It what it did is it led to being vulnerable. He was vulnerable to be attacked by his opposition because his personality did enough to divide people and say all right, well, he, he's a <laughs> he's a big asshole or you know he's not. You guys need to, you know, too sensitive. And so the opposition said, well, here, let's let's build on this and let's start you know, with this narrative that uh, he's the devil, that he, that he is all of these things. And so I sat back and I, you know, I, whether or not I uh, uh, voted for Donald Trump or not, uh, I wouldn't call myself a, a Donald guy or anti-Donald guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person that looks at our options at the executive level. Of this country, and and tries to make a decision based on what matters to me the most for a federal government, and those those issues, uh, lean, may, they might lean one way if you if you have to label it, but overall, I look at the candidate, <laughs> whatever options we have, and say, all right, this one is going to put through the policies that I deem important to me in a federal government. And uh, you know what, if I don't like their personality, I mean, if you've, you've got on one side coming up here, you got, you know, uh, obviously Donald Trump and people either love or hate him. On the other side, you have a guy that can't even stand up and, and doesn't, can't talk right and, and doesn't know where he is half the time. And, and it's not about that. It's about the party. At the executive branch level, who's gonna put through the policies that I feel are the most important to me and my family? because you're not gonna get a candidate that, that does every single thing that you like. It just doesn't happen. I mean, maybe Ronald Reagan, I think, back in the day had, had a, the most <laughs> dominant uh, uh, victory of all time, I believe, since uh, good old George Washington. So, I mean, if you think about Donald Trump, everyone's gone mad, both sides. Uh, it's to the point to where people will drive around with their Trump flags like they're going to a sporting event. The anti Trumpers uh, literally will bring his name into every single discussion and argument. I mean, you could literally start fighting about anything, and it'd be like, you're just a, (laughs) you're just a, a Trumper or something along those lines. And, and it just seems to me the perfect example of what I'm talking about. Why can't you have somebody that, that, that says exactly what I just did? Let's look at things. From the gray area, let's look at things as a look. You don't have to be best friends with a guy. Although I'm not going to lie to you, I think playing around of golf with Donald Trump would be fantastic entertainment. Uh, I would enjoy that immensely, and I hope that doesn't make you not listen to my podcast, which is another example. You have a different opinion, and you don't want to play around of golf with Donald Trump. Great, then don't. Just I mean, are we unable to hang out or talk or, or anything because of that? And that's my point. But that doesn't mean that I have to be. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm also a, a Trump apologist. Doesn't mean that he can do no wrong. If if he would just put his fucking Twitter away, uh, he'd be a little more likable, at least a little. If he would uh, not just immediately fire back in this position, uh, he's in a, quite a high up position in life. If he would just calm down and not lash back at people. Uh, that might might look a little better. I don't agree with some of the things that he does, but over, but but when it comes to policy, I'm 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 willing to at least say, all right, well, he does these stupid things. Let me at least see what he's going to do over here with uh, uh, the economy or border border control or or something along those lines. But that's the point. If you if you look at him and you go, oh, you know, he's an asshole, and uh, you immediately become this anti. You know, anybody that even thinks about voting for Donald Trump or doesn't completely condemn every single thing that he does in life is now being labeled the same things that Donald Trump was being labeled. I mean, I had people tell me just because I refused to say that uh, that I wasn't going to vote for him. uh, And again, whether I did or didn't is irrelevant in this conversation. But people would look at me and go, if you vote for him, you are. And, and this was up in, in you know, a lot of a, you know, maybe liberal territory, if you will, and, and I say that in the Northeast. And I tell you what, just wanting to have a conversation about the possibility of voting for the man made me this huge target. And, and it was just, I became, all of a sudden I was racist. I was sexist. I was all these things that, I mean, like you, you just met me two minutes ago at the bar and now you're making these assumptions. Uh, come on. And that turns people, I mean, they come on. I mean, that's really bad. And that's why it turns independents like myself and other independents, maybe, maybe the, it pushes them the other way. Like, oh, man, over here, these guys are a little, a little crazy. Now, the other side, you know, sometimes that's the same thing. How could you, how, you know, you don't know anything about uh, Donald. You don't, how could you vote for uh, Hillary or Joe Biden or, or especially Bernie Sanders? How could you do those things? But I, you know, I haven't experienced it at the level I experienced it on, on the other side of things, because of the the uh, uh, type of personality that Donald has, and he's unintentionally become this polarizing character. And it, and it was definitely aided. Anybody that doesn't see that, come on, it was aided by the media. It was aided. I'm not sitting here claiming fake news and all that. I'm just saying the media has an agenda, and and. Every little thing that that uh, President Trump did was uh, was elevated and put under the microscope. And I'll give you some. I'll give you an example, and one that got me, and one that honestly turned me a little bit to the. You maybe we should take a, a step back and 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 analyze a little bit of what the claims are against against Donald Trump. And and this is one example. And and I'm going to go ahead and preface this again. I'm not a Trump apologist. I'm not a Trump uh, guy. I'm. Uh, I don't. I don't have as big an issue as as some people do with with a man. I mean, I think that, you know, maybe he's a cocky guy. Okay. Do we? Some people like that in a president. Some people don't. You know, he grew up in a time where he had a lot of money. Uh, you know, yes, he had a, a, a small loan uh, in the big scheme from his father, but he turned that loan into lots of money, and he and he. You know, he had. Beauty pageants and and you know in the 80s and and it was just a different time and I'm not apologizing for him. In the 80s, it, it, come on, half you people that that get upset about Donald Trump weren't even alive in the 80s. You're young and you know it just was a different time and um, I don't agree with with the way maybe he treated women in his pageants. But guess what? I guarantee you, uh, 99% of those women were completely fine with it because they were getting attention and they were trying to get their name out there. And so Donald Trump, yes, you don't, you don't have to like his personality. But, and again, I'm not apologizing for Donald. But this example got me. It's all about context. So what happened was, if a lot of you remember, Donald Trump was criticized at a rally after he appeared to mock a reporter named Serge Kovalevsky who has a condition called arthrogryposis and arthrogryposis for those of you who like me to know my (laughs) my facts is a uh, a condition that has a lot of joint stiffness and muscle weakness throughout the body and it's at birth and so it's 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 just difficult Um, body movement is difficult. And so what happened was, is that somebody brought his name up at a rally, and and Trump did some sort of a flailing thing as he as he repeated what this reporter had said, apparently. And what it looked like when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, Donald, <laughs> come on, buddy!" And he and he flailed around, and it just made it seem like, and, and and I tell you what, it must have been six seconds before every liberal media outlet had this story up and he's mocking disabled people and I'll tell you that when I sat back and said wow this is really bad and I waited and I was patient just because I wanted to see like what what was this all about what's his explanation going to be and it turns out that uh, there were there were plenty of of reports released that showed um upwards of 25 different clips of Donald Trump doing that exact same impression for different people of, of different circumstances and, and different statuses and just anybody. That's just his way of, of not mocking somebody, but his, just his way of, of you know, calling them out for what they're saying. It's almost just like when somebody says, "Oh, whatever this guy," and they kind of flail their arms around. It was identical, literally 25 different clips, different different uh, events, different rallies, different interviews, things like that. He just that that's just his that's just the way he does it. Okay, but nobody wanted to hear that. Everybody said, "No, no, that was Donald Trump. He was he was making fun of uh, uh, somebody that has a condition." And I'm sitting there going no he wasn't like this is this is I mean it's right here in front of us this isn't this isn't something to argue and there were a couple other uh examples of this uh where context where where little bitty clips of speeches were were cut and you go back and you just play the whole speech and I'm going well where did this all this was left out well now it makes total sense and it's 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 a you know, I mean, everyone freaked out when he, you know, named the seven countries or six countries over in the Middle East that uh, were, were going to be uh, have some issues with flying over and, and coming into our country. And, and guess what? You know who made that list? Barack Obama. It wasn't Donald Trump, but no one listened and no one cared. Barack Obama made that list because those countries don't vet their citizens the same way that others do. And so that was a list that Donald reestablished. But nobody wants to talk about that. Everybody liked to jump on Donald Trump. Again, I'll say it 16 times. I'm not apologizing for this man. He has said some things and done some things and everybody, uh, you know, whatever. But I'm just telling you that instead of jumping on one side and listening to every single thing you hear, take some time and just say, you know what? It's probably not this bad. Let's let's talk about him. The other thing I wanted to mention about about it was he also uh, uh received awards. There's there's photos and videos of him getting awards from from guys like Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton for his work in the African American community back in the 80s. But he but he's a, but he's a, he's a fucking racist, right? He's a racist. But he got awards from these these African American uh uh leaders. Why are they, why are they against him now? Because it's convenient because that's what everybody's telling them to do. Everybody's pinpointing these things. And again, I'm using Donald as an example of one side versus the other and how he became this figure that one side could say, here's an opportunity to try and get everybody over here and have a mutual uh, disdain, a mutual hate. And what that turned into was not just a mutual disdain and hate for one person, but anybody affiliated with anything positive about that person. Therefore, half this country is one side and half this country is the other. And, and for some reason, I, it, it had to do with... It, I think it had to do with one guy. I really believe it had to do with Donald Trump. And uh, and that's one thing I don't... I, you know, he probably... Uh, and here I'll say something negative about him. He probably enjoys the hell out of that. I mean this is a guy who definitely does have an ego. I don't think egos are all bad. I think in a leader sometimes it's nice to have a little a little bit of fire. and uh, I, I happen to be somebody who doesn't you know want to want the uh, our country to be uh, taken lightly. i want I want our leader to to not put up with any shit and uh, And he's definitely that guy. He's got a business mind. You know, this other thing. People like to say, oh, well, Ryan, what are you talking about? Business mind. He, he had six bankruptcies. We also had about 300 business ventures. And if you do the percentages on that, that's fantastic. The, the failed business percentage is about 37% in this country. And he was at a whopping like 4%. So throw that out the window. That's a stupid argument. He knows how to run businesses, or at least how to do it, whether he's done it and, and had some failures at times. And that's what the difference is, is somebody like myself might feel like, okay, a leader of this country, I want him to run it like a business. Other people might say, you know what, he he doesn't need to be a business, he's a politician, and he needs to represent and and have the big smile, talk really well like Barack Obama did, and um, anybody that also says that, that people that don't hate Donald Trump are Nazis and all that, if there is a group that supports Donald Trump that happens to have... Horrible ideals and and just uh, scum of the earth. Then that's not his fault, is it? Is he literally going? I hope that uh, the KKK supports me. No. Uh, it, it, no. It, it's just that that's the way that it is. There are you know, every even the KKK has to choose people, has to choose sides, and guess what? They're going to choose that side versus the other for whatever reason. There are also groups on the left side. Who who are are not ideal groups either, and they're going to choose, you know, the candidate over there. So that's what I wanted to talk. I wanted to talk about tonight. I wanted to get that out, and I, and I wanted to kind of use Donald Trump as a as an example of staying in the gray, understanding that there is, it's not as simple as this guy is this 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 and this, or man, this guy's great. He's this this this. Let's. Let's, you know, there's never question the guy. That's just as bad. And so stay in the middle. And and the and a great example is the indictment that he's going through right now. I, I've got, I'm sitting here both sides. <laughs> i so stupid. Everyone's so stupid. One side is sitting here going, uh, this is, these are great. This is a great day. It's great. He's done. I hope he rots. And the, the sentence could be 400 years. Like, <laughs> So stupid. It just sounds dumb. First off, you're wishing somebody basically to go rot in prison literally for the rest of their lives. Second off, adding that it's 400 years makes you sound like it makes it sound more intense. Uh, But then you got the other side, too, that's going no matter what he's done, no matter what happens, I'm voting for him. And... You know, while, while I do think there's a little bit of a witch hunt uh, for Donald Trump, especially when there are plenty of other politicians that have done way worse and, and still have those skeletons and nobody's after them, uh, all of a sudden you're going, uh, no matter what, I'll vote for him. Eh, it's a little bit extreme on the other side. And so I'm doing a wait-and-see approach, which is what everybody should do, but no one's doing. I say nobody. I'm sure there are a few. but But, you know, come at me here. Come at me. I'm begging for interaction. You know, this is, uh, for some reason, Donald Trump is, like, the mo- one of the most intense topics you can talk about these days. I mean, Trey and I have talked about uh, abortion with uh, Jess. We've talked about, uh, you know, trans and sports. We've talked about all kinds of stuff, gun control. But something tells me that Donald Trump will bring uh, people out of the of the woodwork to, like either yell at us or to, or to commend us, or both on each side, you know, <laughs> yelling at us for staying neutral. So uh, let me know. I mean, come on our social media and tell us, be blunt. Tell me. I did a poll on Twitter uh, and I, had, I didn't have as many vote, uh, responses as I was, I was, I, as I was hoping, but I said blunt, plainly said, plainly stated, who's going to win the election next year? Is it going to be Donald Trump? Is it going to be Joe Biden or, or somebody else? The, uh, you know other and and you know of course i i don't know if the majority of of my followers are our followers on twitter are uh, on the right but you know D- donald trump seemed to uh, win that vote i think a lot of people are just anticipating that anybody can beat joe biden at this point so c- come at me tell me tell tell me i'm wrong about about something i said tonight Go on social media, go on any one of the, of the posts, send a message, but, but post on our wall, just straight up. We, we like it. We accept it. We're not going to be mad. I want to hear because the point of what we're doing is talking and boy, we know I can talk, We'll move on from there. I hated to make an entire show uh, about Donald Trump, but again, it was more about the big picture. It was more about what Donald Trump represented, which is a polarized country and a country that is completely divided. And let me reiterate that that was not the fault of Donald Trump. He just was the perfect pawn for that from both sides. Both sides used him intentionally or unintentionally uh, to, to make him that. So I'll I'll move forward from there. I'll end it here. And uh, hopefully this, hopefully it it helped. I don't know what the point of it really was. Uh, I I looked at an opportunity tonight uh, sitting here at my desk uh, in our studio, you know, by myself saying, hey, look, this would be a good opportunity to talk about this, to talk about what Stay in the Gray means to us, uh, to why we chose the name besides the fact that it just rhymes and it sounds cool and it uh, is making some fantastic paraphernalia and apparel at the, as we speak. But I wanted to just share with you what it meant and I, th- I thought that being able to do that without uh, Trey was a possibility. You know, he, as far as I know when he and I have talked, it's been about the same. I know he's not quite as passionate about uh, politics and things like that and, and he's just constantly wanting to listen, which is the point. He's the the perfect example of what we're trying to do, which is listen, establish an opinion based on conversation, based on experiences, based on other people who enlighten you. And as you move forward, the instinct should be to be nice to each other and to say, you know what, I don't agree with you. And I know sometimes it's hard. Everybody gets riled up. And I'm, and I'm guilty of it as much as anybody. But take a step back and take a deep breath and go, you know what? At the end of the day, let's have a beer and, uh, and, uh, and talk about sports or something else. Let's you know, share, with, share what our political opinions are. But uh, we can only do so much as <laughs> citizens, to, to, be, to be quite honest with you. Is anything that Donald Trump did... Uh, affected you that much Is there anything Biden's doing now I mean besides gas prices I guess we could talk about that or uh, if you know somebody of course that was affected by um, maybe stronger borders but Donald I don't know I'm sure there are some out there but overall there's only so much we can do and so much we have control of so it's it's a waste of time to uh, harness so much hate so I'll move on and uh, hopefully my man will be back soon and we'll uh, get rolling we love you guys so much, and uh, we hope to uh, continue to grow. Get on our social media. We're all over Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Email us, stuff at stayinthegreypodcast.com. And uh, anything you can do to help us, likes. Uh, uh, this is what it's all about these days. It's just interaction. So we love everybody, and uh, we will see you soon. you...